The following podcast is a production of The Network. Check us out on BICBP-radio.com. everybody Nico here with the wooden spoon and today we've got a very very special midweek episode of the sit down I'm joined by author um, Antonio Sierra how's it going Antonio good I appreciate you having me buddy thanks for the support thanks for coming on um so I guess we'll just get right into it you wrote an Italian like an Italian Christmas book special for children during this time so correct yep Give us a little background first on you. What do you do? Is, are you like a full-time author or just give us a little background on you? Yeah. So I've always been passionate about writing. Um, I've written my whole life, short stories, music, uh, just anything I could really, I guess, get creative, like an outlet, you know, uh, we all have an outlet outside of work, you know, something that clears our head and writing has always been that for me. Um, when I had my son three years ago, that's what inspired me to write this book. Mm -hmm. Uh, you might hear him in the background, uh, (laughs) but, uh, we wrote it about three years ago and, you know, I've never actually like released a piece of literary work ever. Mm -hmm. Uh, I'm a med device rep, actually. I, I, uh, I'm in the operating room every day, but, uh, this was an opportunity for me to take it, you know, to market and actually follow through with a piece of work and I'm so happy with it how it came out man I'm so happy That's so. Awesome. Well, congrats first off off everything I'm, I'm can't I can't wait to read it I'm very Thank excited you. but um so three years ago how long did it take you to actually write the, the write the book and write the story like so and the paper. So, sorry go ahead so like like pen to paper like how long did it take to like actually write the story so I wrote the story, the original copy in like two days, but after about a month of adding, taking away, you know, stuff like that, I'd say probably about a month it was finished, but it took over a year to find an illustrator. I mean, it's so hard to find what we were looking for. We were looking for like a uh, Norman Rockwell type of vibe. I don't know if you've seen his work, but it's very like timeless, very classical type of illustrations. And I actually ended up working with a company through Vietnam and I was getting, it was 12 hours between answers. I had to send them a link to show them what a stocking was. So it just wasn't like, it would have taken a decade to finish. Uh, So I just started looking for illustrators on Instagram and I found this stay at home mom of two in Nebraska. She's never been paid for her work and she knocked it out of the park, man. We hit it off. Now we're friends. That's so cool. I mean, that's like, cause I, I hear it all the time from um, like my parents or some pe- older people in the community versus younger people like, oh, social media is the worst or the people say social media is the best, but there's pros and cons. But like something like that could never have happened 10 years ago. And it's so exactly. great. Like a perfect fit like that found just off Instagram. It just blows my mind. I know. I know. Super yeah. cool, man. She's our illustrator. She sent us uh, actually a Christmas card the other day. She's expecting her third baby this year or so. It's just like we've become more than just like a business partnership, you know, mm-hmm. and we're calling each other like, oh, we sold more books. And, you know, the, the number's up to 200 and something now. So it's been an awesome experience, man. I'm super happy with it. Yeah. So um, you, you self-published the book, which I have to give you a ton of credit for. It takes I'm sure it takes a lot, a lot more because I've dealt with people who have published books before and I've heard horror stories. But um, yeah. talk to me a little bit behind like the um, 
I guess, the going forward with self-publishing rather than trying to find a publisher? Yeah, so I, I actually talked to a few publishing companies um, first, and it, it came down to, like, uh, they picked the illustrator, which surprised me. So mm-hmm. I would pitch them the story, they would read it, and then they have a list of illustrators that they could pick, you know, amongst the ones that they hire, I guess, or contract. And like I said, my wife and I, we wanted a very specific look. Um, and it was kind of one of those things where at the end of the day, we were only going to get maybe a dollar a book or maybe $2 a book after they pay their illustrator, they take ownership, they do marketing. And, you know, like you said, Instagram today, it was, you know, it's like, why don't we just try it? You know, why don't we get it out there? And if somebody picks us up down the road, then that's a discussion we'll have then. But so far it's been incredible because if we sell what we have now, we can do twice the amount of orders next year rather than maybe a fraction of that if we were with a publishing company. So. Of course, of course. I, I don't even know if we covered it. Give us the name of the book and let's see the cover and everything. Yeah, man, yeah. So it is Stelfano, The Italian Christmas Elf. Oh my God. Um, I think we were talking before we started recording. I think that's, that's one of the most beautiful like covers that I've ever seen. It's just <laughs> Thank it's gorgeous. You. Thanks. I, uh, I tell the few people who haven't, you know, who haven't gotten it yet, but it's in the mail. I tell them that it, it actually could just sit on your coffee table. I mean, our, uh, our illustrator did such an incredible job. It's more like a piece of art, you know? Um, so even if your kid just looks at the spaghetti, you know, doesn't really understand the story yet. Uh, it could just sit on your counter during Christmas. And I'm hoping that the Italian community can be proud of it. You know, that's, that was the end goal because like true. you and I talked Dominic the donkey and maybe one other one and mm-hmm. I tried to bring a modern spin to our culture and try to give us something that we would be yeah. you know I proud guess of, so. the only other there's Dominic the donkey and then La Bafana and that's the only two that come yeah. to mind but yeah do we see any like uh I guess before we get into like me asking about like maybe cameos of anything are there any um like give us like a like a trailer version or kind of like um a little bit of a backstory on Stelfano. Sure. I can I'll tell you what, I'll read the back of the book for you. Okay. So we put a I put a very small excerpt in the back of the book that anytime I read the story to a family or friend, they laughed or they smiled during this part. So I was like, I'll put that on the back of the book. It kind of gives you a little, I guess, uh like you said, a summary or an intro of what you're gonna get. But um, they're, these elves are, they're about to decorate this, this large, beautiful wooden cabin in the middle of the North Pole. And they're like, you know, what are we going to eat? You know, we need to eat dinner before we, you know, start streaming the lights, the Christmas tree and get into the spirit. And then an elf comes out of nowhere in the back and he says, I'll make the dinner. And elf yelled in the back. He pulled a glass of oregano out of his sack. The name is Stelfano. I'll be done in a flash. His gold chain twinkled. He had a mustache. Bigger than most, this elf loved the snack. He wiggled and shook like a crooked spice rack. That's, and that's it. That's amazing. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> that's awesome. I'm so Thanks. excited to read it. Um, Thanks. Yeah, so where did the inspiration really come from? So when we had our son, it was actually, so my son was born in March. So the idea came to me in December. Um, I was talking to a work colleague and we were talking about it. And I said, I just made the joke. I was like, I got to go to Elf Club tonight. And she was like, what's, what's Elf Club? And I was like, well, you know, they teach you the proper way to tinsel a tree. We sing Christmas carols. And she was like, is Stefano going to come with you when, you know, he's born? And I said, uh, I put like uh, an asterisk, you know, when someone misspells a word, you put an asterisk and I put Stefano. And then that's when the idea clicked. And I'm like, Stefano, the Italian Christmas elf. And I started writing it that day. I just, you know, that's kind of where the, 
I guess the spark came for the whole story. So cool. So, cool. so um, what is your, you said your son's around three years old now? Yeah, he's two and a half now. He, he'll be three in March, but he's- Does he he's have any opinion? Man. Does he have any opinions on the book? Oh my, so when he opened it, the first thing he noticed was Oakley, our dog. So we have an English bulldog. Mm -hmm. And when he looked, he was like, that's Oakley, you know? Uh -huh. And then the more we read, he, he noticed that he was in the book and, you know, just little stuff. Like there's a, we have little mice throughout the book that had, one has like a chef hat on, one is like decorating a tree. And he notices the details, you know, that, uh, that we were, we were incorporated on purpose, you know, like the little yeah. stuff. Um, but, um, the more you read the book, our illustrator puts so many details in that you're going to find something new every time that you read the book. So okay. that's really important. I think for, um, any, any like work of art or just, uh, every time you go through it, like you pick up something new. I think that's important. Thanks man. Yeah. But, um, I really, I get a sense because I mean, I'm an entrepreneur, I'm a business owner. I get like a really like a high sense of entrepreneurship in you. Um, does you know, like, where does that come from? Is that like. You know, my dad, uh, he, he speaks fluent Italian. He came, his parents came off the boat, you know, and his dad, my grandfather, um, he started a concrete company and that was kind of like the entrepreneurship there. And then my dad took that over. So my dad owns his own company. He, mm -hmm. you know, he does uh, uh, concrete work and a lot of contracting for big companies. And uh, I did that a lot growing up. You know, I did concrete work my whole yeah. life, even though what I do now is completely different, yeah. you know? I think that was his, uh, his way of getting me in, I guess, taking school more serious, you know, you know, wheeling, uh, you know, 80, 90 yards of concrete in a day and, you know, pulling a come along and a trial and it, it, it kind of makes you appreciate school a little bit yeah. more, but I would say the entrepreneurship stems from my dad and, and from my grandfather for sure, you know, so just cool. wanting to be your own boss type deal. So, mm -hmm. yeah. Awesome. Yeah, because I just I totally got that sense of that just the way you were explaining like the process of going through because this is a it's a long it's a long process. I, it sounds like like writing uh, a book. Yeah, it, it is because you know we go through multiple sketches for each page. So by the time we actually completed the book, it was a year, and you know maybe it had to have been 200 phone calls or something between you know. And I'll send you an email maybe of some of the sketches um of you know the the first stage of the book to where you end up and, and, and but you enjoy it you know it's the process that you enjoy so i'm i'm just so happy with how it turned out yeah, so for sure now yeah. what would your advice be on uh, say someone's listening right now and they, they have a book idea maybe in their head they just never put pen to paper what's um the word of advice for that person if you believe in it do it just do it because like i mean i have probably 10 or 15 stories that i've written that i felt like i wanted to publish but this one, I just felt so strong about it that I was willing to financially back it. And I think it's when your passion surpasses the financial worry, that's when, that's when you should do it, I think. You know? Great advice. I love it. Thanks, man. I love it. Sure. So now we have Stelfano. Is there a possibility of a, a sequel or maybe a spinoff in the, <laughs> in, the, in the distant future? You know, I've, you're probably the 15 or 16th person that's asked me that in the past two days. <laughs> and I, I tell them, uh, you know, right now, I just want to get this one out there. You know, I just, I want to get this, but there are ideas for sure. But uh, I thought it would be cool somehow to have him travel around the country with Santa and, and maybe cook a different meal for each portion of the country. Like maybe he cooks a, 
a barbecue type of different dish with a chef that's in Texas, you know, and then he cooks on like a Louisiana Bayou shrimp Creole with somebody down there, make it like a cookbook, you know, but, uh, but let's just, let's get stuff on out there. Let's get it to the people. I do remember you saying you're, um, your uh, known as biscotti recipes in the book too at the end yeah so i uh, unfortunately growing up i didn't have any grandparents they all passed when i was very young or you know the only memory i really have of my nana is uh in the nursing home and in I, she had alzheimer's so she went from being able to speak english and italian to just italian mm-hmm. so she forgot the english but i remember my dad talking to her in the nursing home when i was about seven eight years old and uh, I asked him for her recipe because I thought it would be super cool to have her recipe live on through the book. And uh, I'll give you a quick glimpse. It's in the very, the very back of the book. But our illustrator, again, did a phenomenal job at doing like almost like a little bit of like a scenic type of look to the oh so cool that's the recipe. And it has it has biscottis here as you know candlelight and you know I just just something that, you know, we're super proud of as a family and our friends have, have supported it a lot too. So very cool. Very cool. Yeah. So where can everybody uh, find the book? So right now, so with COVID, we weren't sure when we were going to get it. We thought we were going to get it after December and have to release next year. So when we got the call, we were like, what's the fastest way that we can get it on and get it available. And that was Etsy, you know, with their, uh, with their shipping cost, it was half the cost of what we would do if we did it individually and by ourselves. So if you go on Etsy and you search Stelfano, the, uh, the Italian Christmas elf, it, it'll pop right up. And, uh, and that's the easiest, fastest way to do it. So yeah. wherever uh, you're next year, it'll be on Go ahead. Sorry. Uh, no, no, you go on. You're finished. Uh, next year, it'll be on Amazon. So hopefully we try to ship uh, international next year and get it to, yeah, some people in Italy and Canada and stuff. So mm-hmm. yeah, there's, I've it's it blows my mind like where my followers are too because we've got felt like I was on the live the other day Australia Italy um, Malta Canada like all over the place is there's a ton of Italians in Australia I'm telling no you no way mm-hmm. that's super yeah. cool so New Zealand and Australia is on my wife and I's bucket list of going you know we like that part of the world it's just so beautiful we would love yeah. to get there be so cool for sure yeah. Um, Whoever's listening right now, um, the link for the book will definitely be in the description of wherever you're listening to this. So, thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah. So, um, what's it looking like? What do um, what are your Christmas plans this year? With um, oh man, so we we have a very supportive. So we moved away from home. We're from Pittsburgh originally. Um, I'm actually wearing a, a hat from uh, from uh, Southside in uh, in Pittsburgh. Um, we love Pittsburgh too. We are huge. Pittsburgh people over here um we were there for the festival last year had a had a blast it was there were some really awesome. cool people met some nut jobs for sure too but yeah 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 well I mean Pittsburgh's it's a very like blue collar town very hard-working town and when you're there you can almost feel that vibe you know it's, yeah. it's a town that's built on hard work you know um but I should correct myself it's the strip district uh the Pennsylvania macaroni company um is a company that we always go down to when we're in the strip district and it's like they are the largest imported Italian like restaurant slash distributor of Italian foods in Pittsburgh. So we spend so much time there. Um, so during Christmas time, my dad and cause you asked of our plans, he always goes down there and he gets all these Italian ingredients and brings them. We have, we cook seven fishes, you know, we have a huge like cheese platter, uh, fresh mozzarella and all kinds of stuff. So prosciutto and, and it's, uh, 
that's the plan for Christmas this year, man. Have a huge feast with just a couple family members, not as many as we usually do because of the circumstances. But uh, the plan is just eat a lot of food and watch some classic Christmas movies, movies man. Just something pretty simple. What about you? Um, kind of the kind of the same. We have just a core family over here. Just my sister's birthday is actually on Christmas Eve, so she kind of steals the day there. But she yeah. she steals every day. She's the Italian princess. But <laughs> yeah, yeah. So we have a we have a big Christmas Eve. We'll do a really big dinner, celebrate her birthday, and then Christmas we'll same thing. Just a big morning of presents, lunch, anipasto, and then just a big dinner. Nice. Do you guys cook seven fishes? Do you have any traditions you we, cook? Well, my sister hates seafood, so she steals, <laughs> she steals dinner. There, oh, but, man. But um, I'm sure I think she, she plans out dinner, so I'm sure we'll have a pretty big dinner nonetheless. Nice. Awesome, man. Do you have uh, grandparents cook with your parents at all, or is it? No, most of, my, most of my grandparents have passed, too. And then oh, I'm sorry. Okay. Yeah, no, it's, it's yeah. yeah, but with everything, going, about. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> with everything going on, it's just, uh, just um, like my like, uh, what do you say? My core family. That's what we call it. Nice. Yeah. Nice. That's cool, man. Yeah, dude. So congratulations on the book again. Thank you. Thank yeah, you. I'm so excited to read it. Once I read it, I'm going to tell everybody to go read it and take nice. pictures and post it all over the place. But um, congratulations on that. Thank you for coming on. Um, oh, a blast. thanks for having me, Nico. I appreciate it, bud. Appreciate yeah, any, it so much. Any, any, last, uh, any last thoughts for the listeners out there? You know, I just, like I said, I just all the, the end goal here is to get it to as many kids as we can. And I hope you guys are proud of the character, even if you're not Italian, if you have a spouse that's Italian or a friend that's Italian. Um, I think that they're, they'll really enjoy the book and feel, feel proud of the character that we've created. So that's, that's it, man. I appreciate it. So excited. Well, everybody go by Stelfano. It's in the link in the description. Um, can't wait to read it. Um, and I'm wishing you and your family, um, Buon Natale. You too, bud. Thank you so much. Thank you. All right. See you guys in the next episode. Ciao. Ciao.